We're literally debating that it's bad that people get to say what they think. Can you imagine? I'm reading Psalm 144 and it says, He trains my hands for war. We are on the brink of total destruction of America as we know it. Let your rebel flag fly. Welcome into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I am Scott Beeson. Allison Sinclair is here. What? I didn't turn. Yeah, I didn't no, have it I on. No, I felt just sneeze. Are and you? this is okay. my biggest fear. Here I've always comes. said, what well, do we Well, then stick your head under the table. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe if we talk about it, it won't Amy sneeze. Amy Beth is here as well. No, sneeze on the air. It's fine. There's no problem. Is that what this little button's for? Well, I don't know if it works. Is it a cough work? and does sneeze button? They don't work. They're just red. Well, and how does it work if we're all in the same space? It just doesn't sneeze as loud in the other uh, microphone. Sure, it mutes it as it were. I'll run over to Amy Best's microphone and sneeze, sneeze in there. Sneeze in there. Please, would you? I'll even point in your direction. <laughs> Please yeah. don't sneeze on the mic. <laughs> yeah, it's hard but to get why out. not? It's hard to get the little phlegmy sheen off of the mic. Did you have to go with phlegm? Because that yes. makes like a gag reaction in me. Like dad's changing baby diapers. It was just going to be a cute little sneeze and now it's Scott's those, got it like do you all do that phlegmy. You, no, that's exactly what I... That's so gross. I've never I'm seen about to Allison up. sneeze but I guarantee you she's a nose yes, holder. Yes, you have. She's You've a, seen her sneeze. No, I haven't. I am the it's just opposite. Like a, no, no, I love you to sneeze. Blow it out. Yes. Me too. Really? Yes. Yes. I'm surprised by both of y'all. I thought y'all would both be like, and no, your eyes no. bulge out. No, but people who do that are weird. I'm like, why do you do that? It's like, not. It can't be good for you. I think like, you lose brain cells. I mean, just let it out. There's no doubt. It's like just there's sneeze. so little fun in life. Sneeze and oh, shoot it all over I didn't everybody. Know anybody else? My kids make fun of me. They're like, "That's no, so boy. dramatic." No, now, when idea. people sneeze too much, I want to punch them in the face. Like you can't sneeze you seven can't times stop, in a row. No, it's not yes, like you're doing you it on purpose. Or if they sneeze loud enough that God and family and heaven can that's hear you. You're supposed to go. That's me. Ah, you're supposed to. Yeah, okay. That's me. I'm with you. No, I just like the sneezing part. Allison like probably toots when she sneezes too. No, if you do that I at the same time, you let disappear. Oh, boy. You can't do those at the same time. But what you if you do, you do the both of those dimensions. things? What if, like Shrek says, better out than in? Oh, so right, funny. Big Dave? Right. I, I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. Wow. Already off the rails. Okay. All right. Y'all pray for there. me. Today is a Monday here in the heart of God's country. It is the 22nd day of May in the year of our Lord, 2023. Hope you've enjoyed your weekend, and we are glad to be back, and we're glad you are listening. So I guess uh, I guess y'all are doing well, ladies, since somehow we the sneeze is still not coming. No. No, it's gone. It's like if you scared it off. If you say watermelon, 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 watermelon. That makes you not sneeze? Yeah. That's what my kids told me. Does it work? I always heard it was purple cow. Think okay. about a purple cow. Purple cow. I thought watermelon was what you sang to the lyrics when you didn't know. That's the what lyrics. you sing in church. Yeah. When they do all the new yeah. contemporary Christian songs. Yeah. No they're all about feeling and not really actually about Jesus. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was so tired. No, they don't say trodden though, because that'd be old English. I was tired and sad. I'm just like for the love. <laughs> That's what I do. Watermelon. And it works, though. It works. Mm -hmm. Okay, I want to know why Sky is so not amused by any of this this morning. No, we don't. Oh, good morning. I thank you for oh, remembering me. Well, to, yes. oh, no, no, no. oh, Sky. Sky. Uh, if you don't introduce me, I'm not part of this program. Uh, it, was, it was You my did not sneeze. want to be a part of that program about sneezing and that kind of stuff. You I wanted was, to be more highbrow. Forgetting to realize that. Uh, that yeah. <laughs> 
That's what I thought. I was watching him because now I can see you, Sky. Before I didn't know, but now I, you can't see me, but I can see you. Yeah, I don't know what that hand's doing. Okay, anyway. Um, but yeah, I just was like, he's just so much smarter than we are. He doesn't, and he and Sky doesn't sneeze. No. Would never. No. no, not on the air. If we do, we'll never know. If he the, does, we'll never know about it. He's from the days where you had one person and the cough button actually worked. Yeah. Everything, yeah. everything. Was Marshall on. Limbaugh's cough button always worked. Yeah. Just and one. We, you know, y'all could like panic, and I can hit the main button, and all the mics would be off. Well, so that would work. But it's can we be silent it. that long? <laughs> no, there's not a chance of y'all being silent <laughs> for no. that long. So how did y'all enjoy? I enjoyed Friday. Friday was the great. show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My part in the show, just oh. hanging out at the end, abs running the program. I forgot what that was. Yeah, no, you were loving life over on my side of the table. You were dressed up and chilled out. It was very I was. odd. Just kicked back. It was awesome. Sky, what did you think about like when Amy Beth runs the show? Oh uh, well, first of all, I didn't have to look at Scott for three straight hours. I got to look at Amy Beth. It was delightful. The whole, it was way better. The whole event. I'm gonna start but turning to, you around so you can see them the whole time. Yeah, why? It's not. We want to see Scott. So we don't the, actually. No, y'all do not want to see yeah, Scott when he starts getting Scott. stressed and fidgeting. No, he doesn't get stressed with Allison and, and I, kind of no. like Dave. He doesn't no. get stressed oh, with that's us. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's a, a woman brings a calming influence. And this is what we're yeah, doing, a, except for when we're fired up. That's and why then y'all can't be in combat. Katie, bar the door. Oh. But we need to be fired up. We need but to be doing our thing. We need to be yelling at each other, telling each other what we need to do. And if women are there, arguing it out, two thirds of my platoon, Big Dave and Sky, would be like, "Oh, please, ma'am, we must advance. <laughs> Show everybody to get along. <laughs> Shall we advance to the enemy? Oh, well, we'll just oh, take your time, y'all. sweetheart." Not me. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Well, um, is that the segue for the... Did y'all have a fun weekend? We did. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. I had... So, we had Jennings' graduation party last night. And it was interesting because... Um, it was all the same crowd because everybody's home. Like, all the college kids. Connor and all of his friends are home from college. And so... They kept saying it felt like the beginning of COVID, which made me laugh because our house uh-huh. was like the uh, the rebel house where everybody showed up and yes. we acted like there was no COVID. Same here. And so like all the same kids were back, but it made me start thinking like she was a freshman when COVID hit and it seems like forever ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, forever ago. And like how weird was life? We were so bored. Like some of the... Um, the guys that were there, some of Connor's friends, like we would go sit by the pool and I would dye their hair. Like they all had blonde hair. So, so I would bleach That's their hair. Funny. But you know, and then, but do y'all remember how boring it was? Well, we didn't quarantine, so I didn't stay home. Well, but we were bored. The, the, kids, the kids were bored. The kids were sure. bored. Yeah, they're very bored. But I'm like, well, who wants to go to Target? And then suddenly Target. No, we can't go to Target. But now we can't go to Target. And we'll talk about that later today. But no, we were bored. But it was very fun because the kids were home. That was yeah. the fun part. But it was we, fun. I don't we remember it being life. boring. No, no, we did the show, though. We still had the show. So we were actually contributing to society. I just feel society. so sad that I didn't know that mm-hmm. because I would have been a faithful and well, avid listener. if y'all had been listeners, y'all would have known. But, but now we but, know. But now you know. That right? you're not a quitter. And nope. you, we, you had your priorities straight. We struggled through. Clearly, we you were doing your own version of a show at your house. It was a show, but it was... It. <laughs> were y'all really bored during the quarantine? I mean, there were a few days that it got a little... You got. I 
had four kids. Right. You know. I don't see how that would be boring. Ours were very loud. Everybody was home and loud. Yeah. It I don't know how you survived. That'd that have to be it, Well, crazy. The, the most fun, though, was Ruth was only home for two weeks, but we literally never quarantined because we're like, this is so dumb. If mm. people are dying and we need to do this, it'll be obvious and no one's going to have to tell us. Okay, well, forget right. quarantining, but everything was closed. Right. Well, it was. But for a while, Target wasn't and didn't require a mask. Well, they never closed. Mm. But for a good while, they didn't require masks. Mm-hmm. So I went until they required a mask, and then in protest, I, did, I didn't go for a while. But now I'm back because now what we'll talk about later today, I can't go to Target anymore because no. they've made some partnerships, some deals so with Beelzebub, yeah. and not but just anyway. somebody serving it, whatever. So Allison but was it was bored a blast because the stores were closed. I mean, it just was difficult. Like you couldn't, you couldn't go see a movie. All the sporting events were shut down. Your kids right. weren't going to practices, and so right. when you've got kids like your kids were, older I had well, no, I mean, I had high school, middle school, and intermediate school. Were they, but were they playing with other kids in the neighborhood? Because some, well, the ones that whose parents weren't insane and would terrified. let them still come over. I mean, we should have yeah. swapped. Did y'all have a lot of terrified know. people in y'all's? Yes. Y'all's yes. Side? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of bought into... Well, no, I didn't buy into it. Was that but, the crowd? They're like, oh, I listen to Scott Harris and I pay attention to the news, so I shall mask up and quarantine yes. at every moment. Should we go off on Scott Harris now? Smarter. We're going to go Should off we? on Scott Harris maybe every day this week. I'm just fascinated, though, by the people who who just bought the lie. Yeah. And how many of them were... Because if, if, you, if you read about COVID and its coverage and all that kind of stuff... A lot of the people who didn't buy the whole vaccines and the mask and all that were really smart folks. And then you have the ones right below them who bought it hook, line, and sinker. And then you come on down to the folks who uh, maybe didn't have a college education. And they were like, this is stupid. I don't know anybody dying. And so the and, and it's that little wedge in the middle that seems to run kind of the country. It's kind of yeah. like... Um, the atheistic scientist, the very, very smart scientists are like, they're smart enough to know we don't know very much. Right. And then you have to come down one step and you get the professors at most of the colleges and they're the anti-God crowd. Right. So I'm just, I'm always fascinated in that sociological study of who was terrified during COVID, who felt like I am so much smarter and I pay attention to the news. So they did all the wrong things believing they were smarter. Yeah, it's kind of like the educated point. liberal females, yeah. the elves that are running and ruining so many, running and ruining so many things. I think that's a great point. But I, I, I think that we got two weeks and then Chris was like, well, I'm not doing, we, we've got to go back to work. Right. So, so we did. How about this one right here? Have to start blaming the unvaccinated folks, not the regular folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Who was the... Re- you know, we, we didn't ever... We talked about it on the show, but who was she talking about when she says, not the regular folks? At that time, most of the people in the state were not vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And Kay Ivey says, we need to start blaming the unvaccinated folks, not the regular folks. Right. So who were her regular folks the, back then? The, the, the ones that fall in line. The, the apparatchiks. The yeah. ones that you were talking about in the middle that just do what the government says. 
Because they're smarter. There's, those are the regular folks. We're the extremists. Mm-hmm. We're, they were the low information, but for a moment thought that they were high information. Low information, mm-hmm. educated dupes, which would be mad. Okay, I love it. Oh. See, there you are. See, and now, I'm names. Rolling. yeah, I, I told you that you were going to be able to call the name the for Scott starting. Harris. But it, it's it's very interesting because you're right. And then you stay frustrated because you can't believe that people were so easily led. It goes to the, and this will be for a future conversation, that Milgram experiment from the 50s that people will do what they're told. And then finally, all the concerned doctors got together in the summer and began to have calls and then hosted that event with Eagle Forum in September. And you saw just how many people were like, we're not doing this. Just give us information. We want to get it out there. We want to tell our family and friends this has got to stop. But it's amazing that to this day, we still have a state health officer who's there, who is not only I don't, we used to say ignorant. He's not ignorant. He knows exactly what he's doing. Right. There's so much to get to to talk about with him because if it were his way, we would probably still be masked and required a vaccination. He is, um, he's really feeling his oats lately. Yeah. I, I, you know, after COVID, I would have thought Scott Harris, who is the state, is it the health officer, is that state his State health his, officer. That's his official title. Um, I really would have thought he would have kept his head down. Like, oh, my bad. Nobody look at me. I'm, you know, I, I was totally wrong, even though I'm the state health officer. And now he's really, he's really ramping it up. No. He, he must needs... go to the massive meetings and they must be like, yeah, you're great. And he's like, oh, I'm fantastic. I must go out and impart my wisdom on the peoples. He needs some PR uh, lessons because every time he opens his mouth, he just gets worse and worse and worse and his worse. His PR needs to be personal retirement. Oh. Amen. Oh, that was good. Look at you. Scott, is He's, he is on fire. So instead of being the show, the state health officer, we need a new name, guys. Working on it. You know what? We can have callers help us with that. Because as we talk about the things he did even after last week, it's shocking. How it, does he still have a job? It really is surprising. It really is. I mean, especially in, like, the most conservative state in the union. How? <laughs> Such a surprise. <laughs> we got to take a break. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Chris, we see your phone call. We'll get to everybody who wants to call in after this. We'll be right back. Welcome back in, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio, powered by 1819 News. We appreciate you listening to the program. The um, So, Scott Harris is what we were talking about, but let's go to Chris. Chris wanted to call in and weigh in. Chris, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Anytime y'all talk about Scott Harris, I got to call him. Absolutely. And, I'm, glad, I'm glad you were And I would call, yeah, I'd call him the uh, state big farmer propaganda officer. And, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I tell you, there's a few people, unfortunately, that have lost all credibility. Of course, Scott Harris is one of them. And to me, uh, UAB has lost a ton. Uh, not only I don't disagree with that. UAB as an institution was absolutely all in and actually ran some of their professors slash doctors out there to propagate the falsehoods. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. And now they're they're embroiled in this transgender stuff. There, there was a meeting a few weeks ago. Someone had the audio of them talking about transgendering and transgenders and uh, uh, the you know transitioning children and all this stuff. But 
Yeah, I, I just agree. I agree with you. I just I don't understand why this guy still has a job. Uh, it's just it's beyond me. I, he I, he is actually the the most powerful Democrat in the state of Alabama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I he would think you're right. I think he's running for uh, governor too. By the way. Oh my gosh! Oh, oh, I say no. That'll be I great. I, no, I, I, won't I will put my governor. money on it. He will run for governor when it comes back. I guarantee it. I mean, there's people walking around in, in, in grocery stores still with masks on, masking their children. And you're like, is this 2023, man? I mean, do you, what, are y'all, what are you listening to? If what? he I don't runs know. for governor, I'm moving. Like well, that, if that's, we can beat him. Well, I know, but like if, if that's actually who we're putting up to even run, I'm leaving I'm sure he's state. running as a Democrat, though. I think that's what Yeah, Chris he's running as a Democrat. Yeah, but, but I don't care. If that's Democrat the best Democrat we have, I'm out. Oh, yeah. He has name recognition. People, yes. I was going to say, wouldn't he, if he was indeed worried about anyone's health, wouldn't it be more appropriate that he would use the state health officer's position to tell folks, hey, look, y'all need to quit wearing masks all the time. It is not good for you. It will cause you to have other illnesses. Also, you have um, oxygen deprivation those sorts of things. If he was legitimate, wouldn't he be telling them that instead of just continuing on with the lies that they told us since COVID started? Uh, he, if he does that, it means he's going to have to uh, go ahead and admit he was wrong. And see, that's one problem about these folks. They're never going to admit they're wrong. And the other thing, mm-hmm. I have a question. If they're continuing to push this vaccine and all this and someone gets damaged, can they sue him? Is he is he able to be... Is, is that department or his... his is he able to be sued if someone has damage so. from taking the vaccine? They're I don't know, but you, if you remember how the judges in our state did on all the other COVID stuff, they would just come up with some sort of, uh, you don't have standing, or we'll take the case, and maybe we'll get to it in two or three years when the docket's not so full. I mean, that kind of dribble, like they did to us before. Yeah. Gorsuch just finally came out and said that all the COVID restrictions and some of the worst civil rights abuses in our lifetime. Yep. I saw And so we're worthy folks. I think the one thing about all this, everything, is is all these people have been exposed. You know, they have. They've all been exposed. COVID and the Trump stuff, I mean, these Democrats, they've all been exposed. But why doesn't anything happen to them, Chris? Like, why... There's no, nobody holds them accountable. And I'm talking about even our side, because I think we're so just enmeshed in our own lives that the general public, I don't think, like probably 90% of my friends have no clue who Scott Harris is um, or what he's done. And that's sad because they just continue to get away with it. Yeah. Well, I think think the bureaucracy and institutions circle the wagons to protect everybody involved because... Just think if someone mm-hmm. does go to jail, like like a Chris Ray or in the federal uh, or someone here locally, if these people are going to jail, guess what? The dam will burst. That's why. They, they, as they as they said, and I think it was uh, Blazing Saddles. They got to protect their phony baloney job. <laughs> there you go, mm-hmm. Reverend. So, Reverend, Reverend, I ain't gonna rump out of you. That's right. Yeah, I yeah, rump out of you. Yeah, I mean it's just it's just what it is. It's just, I think the damn bird. You see, like Chris Ray go to jail, or you see a Scott here step down, uh, it will crumble. 
it will crumb. They can't. They can't afford that. Democrats nor Republicans can afford it because you know no, it, it, everybody's been exposed. I guess. Yeah, and if one starts going down, then the question starts being asked, well, well, then why doesn't this other person need to be removed? And then the dominoes just start falling. Your theory may be correct. Yeah. I mean, it's just that the system protects itself. And uh, Scott Harris is just one of them. I mean, there's a lot of people, you know, the master, the only spokes, if he goes down and or something happens and he's exposed, I mean, what does it do to the folks that are members of master or on the board? or all that kind of stuff. I mean, it makes them look bad, right? These mm-hmm. are physicians we're talking about. These aren't some, some, you know, some guy making a few dollars an hour. I mean, these are physicians. They got, they got, they got their name to protect. But I'm telling mm-hmm. you right now, I just cannot believe this guy is out there still promoting this stuff, and he has never been held to account what he has told. I mean, the, just think of the psychological, the physical, and emotional damage this guy is causing his way. How many poor, poor people have lost their businesses, you know, because of his, his institution, in, instituting, you know, lockdowns and all this stuff. Now, Kay Ivey's just guilty, and that's why I didn't vote for her in the primary. I couldn't do it. She rubber-stamped everything he said, and, and she hid behind this quasi, well, he's got the authority. Well, he really doesn't have the authority. Well, I'll give him the authority. I mean, she she backed it up all the way. There's no doubt about yep. it. Yep. And we played and again, the clip a few the, minutes ago. I mean, you know, you were one of the, uh, I guess you were one of the unvaccinated. You're not a normal person, Chris. Well, I look at stuff, and i tell you one thing. I don't, I, I wouldn't want to buy the first of nothing. They always say the first generation of a new vehicle is usually riddled with problems. Yes. Uh, I would say that the first generation of some experimental vaccine is riddled with problems. And then they give them, and then I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you. You know, Donald Trump screwed up. They gave him that protection. You can't touch these folks unless they lied. And hopefully they'll find out they lied. They, they won't be protected any longer. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but they but they seem to have everybody bought off, and I don't know when the buying stops. You know, they used to say all the time, uh, the problem with some of these politicians is they won't stay bought. But these guys seem to have the ability to stay bought. Well, I like to see the damn burst. I'll have the popcorn and sit there and watch. You got it. Thanks, Chris. Gabby, we see you. We'll talk to you on the other side. we got to take a break. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Welcome back into the program, everybody. Let's get right to your phone calls. Don't forget, the phone lines are open. 1-800-289-9228. Let's go out to Debbie. Debbie, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Good morning. Good morning, Um, Do you have feedback on your side? No. There's a little little humming. A little hum? Okay. Oh, okay, that's just as long as you don't have it on your side. Um, what I was going to say is about three things, and I'll try to make it quick. One, um, the drug that they were first using when COVID first hit started with an RO or RAV something, a strange name. Remdesivir, that one? Yes. That was created at the uh, University in Birmingham. It took them five years. They started under SARS-2. Of course, it didn't come out in time. So it's been sitting on the shelf. And, you know, they have to they have to make a lot of money on that drug when they first pulled it out. Um, they didn't make any money on it until our COVID showed up. Mm. So that, yes, you can look it up. Or at least you used to be able to look it up on the Internet. Um, another thing is Forbes had a writer for years 
who wrote a nice article about Dr. Fauci. And basically, he did a money trail thing um, after Rand Paul. Now, he was fired at this time because they didn't like what he wrote about Fauci. He was revealing far too much, um, you know, stating too many facts, that kind of thing. So they canned him. But he went after Fauci one more time. And uh, the money trail showed that there was, I think, $1.4 billion that has been redacted as far as where it goes. And, you know, the trail's gone. You you just don't know who's getting it, who's giving it, or anything else. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was fairly interesting because Dr. Fauci got in trouble years ago when the AIDS epidemic hit. Mm -hmm. And he was part of that fiasco. And they kind of gave him a hand pat and told him don't do it again. Well, apparently he figured a better way. Just didn't know if you knew about all that. But yeah, was money the, was the always person um, Adam Andrzejewski? Uh, you know, that sounds like him. It is. I couldn't pronounce his name to save my life. You are awesome. You can pronounce names better oh, than anybody it, I know. Debbie. <laughs> oh, hey, I have, to, I have to, I have to, you know, Debbie, do that Debbie. a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, um, that was <laughs> that was another one that I wanted to bring up. And the third thing I wanted to bring up, if anybody wants to know why we can't sue these people because of vaccine damages, they need to watch that video that uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. put out um, mm-hmm. versus Dirkowicz, I believe. He explains an enormous amount about how the government can get away with this. And we can't get any help and it's basically set up if anybody gets paid it's getting paid by tax dollars anyway the um the companies that make these drugs they they don't have to pay just letting you know that's part of what he was bringing up and being that it was an emergency vaccine i think that you can't really hold them accountable anyway that's what i was told now that i don't know for sure but anyway, no, I think I think that is correct, and I think that's why they kept it emergency status for so long. And then you're also correct. I can't remember what's the name of the 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 trust fund or the tr- the money that's set aside for the, the vaccine injuries. The and, one that was started like in the eighties, the Reagan. Yes, <sighs> they, they were visionaries, weren't they? They, they? they they passed something that says, look, if you get hurt from a vaccine, you got to come get money from the government. Yeah. And maybe right. they put a little bit of money in. And then all of a sudden, our children are taking vaccination after vaccination after mm-hmm. vaccination. And every time you go to the pediatrician or whatever, they're like, hey, you need a new vaccination. Yep. You get this vaccination, new vaccination. It's unbelievable. 92. Is that what the number vaccines. we're up to? Yeah, 92, 92 vaccines. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, what I understand is... everything they have. Reagan started it with, like, under good pretenses, but I don't think he knew what... Somebody knew. What I think they the were people doing. who know Somebody always knew. know, and they're like, yeah. "Wouldn't you like to do this?" Oh, it's a great idea, and they kind of know what they're. It was supposed to like streamline the process or something, mm. make it easier. Well, oh, it did something. No. It something did. accidentally happens, but it seems almost accidentally on purpose now, <laughs> Debbie. Yes, it does. Um, I, I've been very um, down on vaccines because I, I have a victim in my home. And really? there was nothing. My son. 
Um, so mm-hmm. I, I definitely understand why people get caught up in it. I was very young. I was dumb. I didn't know any better. I thought that the government knew better than me. I got the shot. The first shot caused SID. Well, I didn't get another one until I had to go to work. I was forced right. into it, I thought. Um, and I gave him the second shot, and he ended up with uh, autism. So, oh. you know, uh, yeah. So, you know, when it, you you live it, and I know it was the shots because he was perfectly okay before the first one, then Sid. And yes, my ma'am. doctor would not give him that shot when the government requested it. It oh. wasn't until months later because he knew of the bad reactions that were going on. He just told me they didn't have any at the time. I don't know what would have happened to my son if I had gotten it at three months, what they were requesting back then. But the vaccines can do a lot of damage. They certainly can. And don't let them fool you. I mean, I I was the dumb dumb. I did it. And my son's paying for it today at 40-something years old. So, Mm. Um, So how did Debbie... When you when you say that, at least a few years ago, I do think that the mRNA vaccines, the COVID vaccines, have helped those of us who have some questions about vaccines. And, you know, I guess they call us the vaccine hesitant. But before that, we were the anti-vaxxers. Yes. Lunatic fringe. Lunatic fringe. But there's so many people out there like yourself who have lived it, who know, okay, look, my child was okay. We we nothing crazy happened. We weren't in a car wreck. Nothing happened. We uh-uh. went and got this vaccination, and you know a few days later or, or that day, whatever. That day, they are hurt, mm. and, oh, yeah. and for years and years. And this is what infuriates me, Amy Beth, is that doctors just act like that is not true. They just straight out say Debbie's not being honest or Debbie doesn't know what she's talking about when I know she does. Yeah. And they've done that to us for decades. Right. My doctors have known it, but, you know, there's this, like, code of silence, kind of like if you know somebody's bad in your office, a lot of people are afraid to speak out because they'll be canned because that person has more power over you. So, so you know what you're telling me, Debbie, is that what they did to us during COVID with the COVID vaccines is not new. They've been doing no. it for a couple of decades with all the other that vaccines, way. and no yep. one's willing to say it because the government says you must give these little children these things, mm-hmm. and they just say, yes, sir, it's not my yep. fault, it's not my bad. Well, that makes me sad. And don't forget that you've got health insurance companies that you're not considered full vaxxed in your clinic unless over 67% of the patients that you have are vaccinated. And so there's also subsidies that go along with that. Health insurance uh-huh. companies don't want to talk about that part of it. So there's incentives tied to health care. Oh, yeah. Obamacare really ushered that in. Mm. Then Bush's HIPAA also. So those two things kind of at the same time, Bush first, mm-hmm. then Obama, really screwed things up. Um, mm-hmm. And so they're not going to talk about it unless you want to invite wow. trouble. And there are doctors that are speaking out about it. But it is a very real thing. And they get in trouble they're, every they time. They get in trouble every time. They're going to yank your license mm-hmm. or yep. they're going to make life yep. really hard for you if you tell the truth about it. Can you yep. imagine Thank Alabama you going to be? Uh, mm-hmm. Who do you go to? You go tell Scott Harris. 
Oh, no. No, I do not. Debbie, God bless you. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Wow. Have a good day, Debbie. I appreciate her telling me that story. Uh, We got to take a break. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. A lot of stuff coming up. Chris B. and Abs is going to weigh in. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio with Scott Beeson, Amy Beth Shaver, Allison Sinclair, Sky Mosley, Big Dave, Jeeves, everybody that it takes to run this international juggernaut. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is happening because of you and uh, one of our callers, Chris B. Chris B., welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Oh, good morning. I hope y'all are doing well. Uh, we are doing fantastic, Chris, brother. I hope you're having a wonderful Monday. Good deal. Uh, an earlier, Chris talked about uh, people being exposed. I agree with that 100%. And then you talk about lack of accountability. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the words of the late, great George Carlin, it's a big club and you ain't in it. <laughs> you're still you're true. exactly right. That's, I mean, that's if you look at, I mean, just even recent history, that's, that's just the way it's played out. People are identified, know. exposed, and nothing happens. And I, I don't see anything happening to any of these people. I really don't. Chris, why is it that, and this is me asking questions, I mean, you don't have to have an answer, I guess it's kind of rhetorical, but if you and I do something and, and somebody happens to get hurt, whatever, we're speeding, we're, we're you know, we, I don't know, something flies off the back of our truck on the road and, and hits another car or whatever, all the, for, all the forces that are out there are going to make sure that you and I pay. And then the trial lawyers line up and, the, you know, the billboard lawyers, they call us and all that stuff is down on our heads. But if you're the elite or you're an illegal alien or, you know, you've had 40 felonies already and you robbed the convenience store and shot two people, it's like we're the only people that are held responsible for stuff and, and both ends of the spectrum get away with everything. We we do not have that membership, and I, I don't know <laughs> right. I don't know where you get it or how you get it. Uh, I'm assuming there's a lot of money involved, uh, but we we we're just not in the club. No, and if you figure out how to get in the club, Chris, call. But I'm not going to put you on the air. I just want you to tell me so you and I can get in the club. And we won't even tell Abs and Al because it's a, it's a very tight-knit club. Yeah, but you don't want in the club. I don't want in the no. club. Are you sure? Because <laughs> the people that are in the club are the compromised people that are easy to buy off, that don't have an independent thinking brain. Mm-hmm. Or any confidence in themselves to not have to be part of the club. That's why we will never be in it, and I don't ever want to be in it because yeah. we think for ourselves. We make educated, data-driven, logical decisions, and if you are like that, you can't be in it because you can't well, be bought you, off. What, You're what not. you would like to happen is to actually get rid of the club. I agree but with you. I, I don't know that that will ever happen. It seems as if people in the club are willing to uh, gain the world and forfeit their souls. How's that? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Chris B., I appreciate you, brother. Very good point. Appreciate you taking my call. Thank yes, you. sir. Thank you. It's a big club. Or is it a little club? It's a little club. 
It's and you're not in it. It's yes. powerful. It's bigger than I would think. No, I think but it's we're not big. In it. I think it's. I think it's a. It's a small. It's bigger than we think it is. Mm-hmm. But I think if you look, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Like for example, the people who started eugenics in the U.S. It's mm-hmm. always this small group of elite, very well-to-do people it's a who are running the show, and then they get people with underneath a, them with and a they, teeny tiny yes. group of people at the yeah, top. Yes, with a lot of you said it earlier, apparatchiks. Yes, just rule minions. followers, good soldiers, minions. Yes, saw. You know, that kind of thing. It's really terrible. Like, you just tell me what to do and I'll do it in a fancy British accent. This is what I'll do. Um, But I do believe if you look even starting maybe at the Kissinger Report papers in the 50s and 60s, you have a small group of people who've decided for the rest of the world, we're going to tell you how to do it and then you do it. And then we're going to punish the unvaccinated or the UV rays. You see what I did there? Mm-hmm. We're shining a light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's who we are. And Very we're going to continue to be. Don't be taking my job, making up cool little acronyms and stuff. <laughs> we don't want to be the insecure minions. That's all they are. No. I will I will sell my soul to the devil just to be a part of the club. Uh, That's not us. That literally may be what they've been doing. Thank you so much uh, for joining us on this episode of Alabama Unfiltered. 